welcome to the Core of Honey podcast, bringing you all things relating to health, lifestyle, and more. Hi guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the Core of Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Anai. So in today's intro episode, I'll be diving into a couple of different things. I want to talk about why I started this podcast, the reason behind the name, and how I came up with it, and how a core of honey came to be, what you'll be hearing from me on these episodes from here on out, and just a little bit about me so you can get to know me better. So with that being said, let's get right on into the episode. Alrighty everyone, so if you're a little unfamiliar of who I am, let me give you a little bit of a background on me. My name is Sofia Anaí Casanieva, and I am a 21-year-old woman from a small town in California, and I recently relocated to Texas with my boyfriend. We're currently residing in Austin, and we love it so far. We both made this big and crazy decision together because he was offered an amazing job at this really cool car company that he's obsessed with, and I wanted to support him, so now we're here in Austin. Um, It was really hard to say goodbye to my family. Um... I'm very attached to them, (laughs) but we talk and FaceTime every day, so that helps, and um, I think it was time for us to both kind of spread our wings and be independent. We've been dating for almost three years. It'll be three years in January, so, you know, big relationship things, big adult things. Now we're cooking, and not that I wasn't before, but, (laughs) you know, we have to do our own grocery shopping, and, you know, no one's gonna take care of this and that for us, so... It's kind of a cool learning experience so far. It's only been about a month now, or almost a month. Um, So it's kind of crazy. But yeah, so we're out here, and there are so many new things and exciting things awaiting for us here. And it's a new city. We don't know anyone yet. Um, You know, we're still trying to make friends, (laughs) but it's kind of hard with COVID and everything. So we're just trying to stay safe. But it's really exciting, and we're very happy over here. I'm obsessed with Austin. And I'm so excited to try new things over here, especially check out the really cool art museums that they have over here and the nature places they have. They have this gorgeous um, river, like not too far from us, and I really want to go. So that's one thing about me is I love trying out new things. Despite being a homebody, it depends. If the thing really entices me, then I'll go out, but it definitely varies. I also love to paint. I love to bake too. I love the Great British uh, Baking Show on Netflix obsessed um when I was a little girl I was obsessed with emerald (laughs) and I wanted to be a chef and a baker when I grew up also I was obsessed with Buddy Velastra too still I am uh so it's a little bit about me I also love anything and everything relating to France I love Parisian culture I love everything about it the literature the fashion the culture just truly everything about it I'm obsessed with and that's my dream to eventually, like, retire in Paris or something. Like, in this cute, cozy little loft. Like, that's my ultimate dream goal. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely obsessed with it. And I also love writing and literature and reading. It's one of my favorite pastimes besides podcasts. Um, but a couple books um, that I'm reading currently. One of them being The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt. Because I want to watch the movie. And I got the book recommendation from a friend. And she really enjoyed the book, so I wanted to read it. And I'm also currently reading The Paris Wife, which is also a really good read. It's about this girlfriend that Ernest Hemingway had, and she talks about her love with him and, like, their relationship. And it's, like, so far really, really good. 
So if you want a new read, check it out. So speaking of podcasts, I'm also really obsessed with them. I listen to them like any point in the day, whether I'm cleaning or I'm driving somewhere or if I'm in the shower. Um, anytime, any place, I'm usually listening to a podcast. I feel like they're so beneficially great to listen to because they're, some can be really informative and you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. So if your apartment needs to be cleaned, then you can go ahead and clean it up and have a podcast playing in the background about, I don't know, whatever topic and you're being educated on it whilst getting a chore done. So I think it's a win-win for everybody. And I just think it's awesome. And I think it's crazy how at one point this podcast was a dream of mine And I remember the day that I wrote a little sticky note and I wrote that I was going to make a podcast and I put it on my vision board and hoped that one day it would come to life. And the fact that I'm doing it right now and as I'm recording this, I'm kind of a little emotional about it because it's always been kind of something that I've always wanted to do but was too scared to. And here I am doing it. So it's kind of wild. Like the tables have indeed turned. (laughs) But I'm really excited and happy to see where this journey takes me. I love to talk. I love it. Growing up, I was always told how much I talk, and it was always told as if it were such a bad thing, whether that had been told to me in class at school or at family functions by tios or tias and cousins or whoever, and it always made me feel really shitty about myself. I began to start shutting down whenever I noticed I was talking too much, or about to go off on a tangent and talk even more than I already probably was. And it started taking a hit towards my confidence. And now as an adult, I realize how mean those people were to try to make me suppress myself and that nothing was wrong with me. Um, I'm a talker, I'm a chatty Cathy, whatever you want to call me, but I don't think that's such a bad thing. I just get excited and I like to talk with people once something of common interest is brought up or just in any kind of thing I enjoy having a connection with people and talking. So why is that so wrong? And why was I told that as a child that I shouldn't be talking that much? So what I talk a lot, that's okay. There was no need for me to hold myself to a word count. I then began to be inspired by those who made podcasts and that's where my love for podcasts started coming in. I loved how when you hear people talk on their shows and on their podcasts, you can hear their emotions as they speak. And I knew the minute I heard my first podcast, which was Megan Batoon's Just a Tip, which is amazing, go listen to it. That is something that I really, really wanted to do and really strive to do. Now, let's talk about Core of Honey's name, because I'm sure it may seem a bit strange. One, we have a French word in it, and it's Core. I don't say it perfect. I'm learning French currently, but Core simply means heart. I started messing around with name ideas, and one day it kind of just all came together. So I knew I wanted to incorporate the word honey. I love it. I use it on my tea, my oatmeal, my pastries my face, and fruit. It's just something that I just really enjoy. And also, it's just a beautiful, simplistic word that a lot of people have been putting into like their business names and things like that. And I love the word and I wanted to use it. So I did. And basically, I just wanted to incorporate that word. And when I think of honey, these words came to mind. That's how I first kind of got down to it. I got a piece of paper, I wrote down the word honey, and I didn't give myself seconds to think I just immediately wrote down what the first things were when I thought of it and the words that I came up with that came into my mind were sweetness warmth and gold I was studying French and I still am studying French but I read the word core and it immediately became one of my favorite words it simply means heart and I just love the way it's written and how the o and the e connect and I don't know I just loved 
the visual of it and I got to use it and ever since I was a little girl my mom would always tell me how important it is to be kind and humble and my mother truly has a heart of gold and seeing that growing up meant I need to have a heart like hers and then boom it all clicked core means heart honey when I thought of it gold came to my head core of honey heart of gold that may sound weird to other people but I love my podcast name I love how it has meaning behind it and it's not just some like generator name um so that's how I came up with it so we have Miss Garcia to thank for my podcast name (laughs) she's my muse so thanks mom (laughs) Alrighty, guys so now that we know the process of me coming up with the podcast name I want to dive into what you'll be hearing on my podcast from here on out I really want to cover topics of self-care and I feel like that word alone entails so much already and it's not just as simple as it sounds. There are so many different forms of self-care and I've come to know a lot. And just to name a few that I've seen and done are sometimes people go through shopping and that brings them joy and makes them feel great. Or baths, as cliche as it is, but I love baths and that's my time to kind of just chill out and relax. Or some people delve into their skincare or even simply getting up to shower from after being in a depressive state is self-care. Taking those water bottles out of your room is a form of self-care. It looks different for everyone, and there are so many ways of showing it to yourself. For me personally, I love quiet time. I like to draw myself a bath. I use my Dr. Teal's. I grab myself a favorite snack, or I grab myself a glass of wine, and then I set up my little laptop to watch something that brings me joy, and I begin to feel my muscles relax and my brain relax. And that's just me. It's not the only way that I kind of go through self-care, but... Another way I show myself self-care is by saying no. I always feel obligated to say yes to hanging out with a friend or work as if I can come in. And I always feel this underlying pressure to say yes because they usually tend to make you feel pretty shitty when you say no. And I've been through tons of experiences like that. And I think the best way to take care of myself and, and my health is sometimes I just have to say no. Sometimes I need a me day. Sometimes I need kind of a day to reset and feel good. Um, So don't ever feel pressure to say yes to everything. It's hard to learn to say no, um, as simple as it may sound, but you'll get there. And I will definitely talk more about that in a future podcast. Just know that you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And that's what I've learned. Saying no can be a form of self-care, but I'll delve deeper in that, like I said, in another episode. Okay, so I also want to talk about how important and vital routines can be in your life. I personally need structure. I think I crave it um, because otherwise I feel like a mess. For instance, I have a morning routine and a nighttime routine. And within those routines, I have what I call micro routines. I'm pretty type A, I'm sure. Um, But basically, I feel like when I don't have anything kind of formatted for me, I feel like I am not as productive as I could have been that day or within that time so it's weird I know but hey it works for me and by micro routines I'm referring to something small within my morning routine so in the morning I have a mini skincare routine of what I do in for morning time Um, I have a hair care routine which I do in the morning when I shower Um, you know I have certain kind of steps for like conditioners or or leave-ins and and things that I use for my hair And same for makeup, I have a certain way I do my makeup certain days, and there's two different routines for that. There's 
foundation day or there's just BB cream day. And it's different kinds of routines that I set for myself that make me feel like, oh, okay, I got, I got it down. I'm, you know, I'm being efficient with my time. And same for, um, you know, taking care of my teeth and, um, and a workout routine. Even that is like, makes me feel like, oh, okay, like I didn't just go to the gym and didn't know what to do or what to work on. I had a plan and an intent of what I wanted to do and didn't just walk in there and waste time, which I feel like time's one of the most precious things. It fleets every second. And I think it's important that we recognize that our time and our lives is precious. Like your time is important and someone, you know, cancels on you for the second time, like you just wasted a whole, you know, however long and you could have been doing something else productive with that time. So why are you going to do that to yourself is how I feel. So that's why I always go into things having a plan and knowing what I want to take care of and what I want to do. Yeah, it's okay to like kind of relax and kick back. Like, of course, I'm not saying to be, you know, completely uptight and never break from these things. But it is good to have something established that way if you wake up and skip something, which happens because, you know, we're all human. You know, you cut yourself some slack and you hop back onto the next routine or next step and continue with your day. Um, having these set and established routines makes me feel so much more productive and like I really slowed down and took a minute to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. I think that's something that not a lot of us think about as the day goes on. You kind of forget like, oh wow, I didn't, you know, put that one product in my hair that I usually do or, no, I didn't work out yesterday so I'll work out tomorrow because I do have time and I'll make sure that, you know, I really give it my all when I go. And it's kind of making up for those little things, but you're still being kind to yourself and being like, hey, you know, yesterday I, was, I wasn't feeling too great, but today I'm, I'm ready and I'm, and I'm prepared. Um, but like I said, it, it is okay. I want to make it clear that it's okay to hold yourself accountable. Like, of course, hold yourself accountable to a standard and be like, hey, like, Anaya, like, you don't, you know, you're always on your, your workout ground. You work out, you know, these set days, like, why are you skipping? You're just laying in bed scrolling on TikTok. Like, hold yourself accountable to situations like that. But if you're truly having, like, a mental health day or your body is genuinely just tired and it needs to rest, then listen to your body. Um, but, yeah, make sure you're listening to yourself and to your body and knowing if you can go a little more and go a little harder in the gym or, or t- working towards your, you know, your schooling and your whatever the case may be. You just want to make sure you're holding yourself accountable but also recognizing when you need to give yourself a break. Okay, guys. So I also want to mention how starting my health and my fitness journey has made me feel so much better mentally and physically. So I think it's kind of a touchy subject for everybody, but here I want to be a non-judgmental place and for all of us to help each other and be there for one another and be a supportive environment. Um, So in order for that to happen, I feel like I have to be open about my struggles and my issues because it's not always rainbows and butterflies and, and perfectly fine things like sometimes it's it's really raw real stuff and for me personally I've had body dysmorphia and an eating disorder that consumed my brain and I hated myself I absolutely felt disgusted every time I look in a mirror I hated taking pictures and I was just absolutely disgusted with how I looked and how I felt especially and I'm glad to say that I've overcame the eating disorder um, but I still struggle with accepting my body and its image but I'm getting there day by day I think it's difficult when we're in this time of social media and we see all these like 
you know, kind of ads targeted towards us and we see, like, you know, certain girls wearing bikinis and you're kind of like, oh, I don't look like that. I'm quite a square. Or, um, you know, society just makes you feel like shit and, like, you should feel, you should look like this, like, on this magazine. Or you should look like this on this Instagram ad or you should look like this on whatever social media platform. Like, I think it really consumes and hurts our, our mental health a lot especially when pictures are like photoshopped and and touched up and things and it's not they're not honest about that kind of stuff i think it's really hard uh, for me personally on my instagram i don't follow people that i feel like envious or like oh i wish i had her body or i like i don't want it to be a jealousy thing and i'm working on that for myself i'm making it like somewhere for me like where i'm inspired rather than looking at myself and wondering why i don't look like that so the people that i follow on my instagram like yeah there's friends and family who will inspire me but also in the sense of, like, influencers, I guess you could say. Like, I follow those who make me feel like, oh, like, you know, like, love yourself, girl. Like, look at us. Like, very supportive, very inspirational, very motivational. I think that's good for mental health is when you're following these types of um, influencers and bloggers. And then that's all you see on your timeline is positive stuff. So you can have control of what you see on your timeline. If you go through your following and you or your followers and you kind of like clean it through, I think it's good to have like a declutter electronically, like go through your emails, go through your um, so different social media platforms and just go through it all and check it out. Um, but yeah, I think that's important is that we are able to not feel that way when we're on social media, but rather use it as a tool to gain inspiration. Um, like for me personally, I follow um, Sienna Mirabella and she's been someone I've watched for like years and I've always been inspired by her to just really take care of my body and especially now because she actually has a podcast. It's called Honey Soleil, which is also one I listen to and she always talks about wellness for your mind, body, and soul and that's her, kind of her her like slogan, I guess you could say. And I really do live by that now. Like I, her tips are amazing. And um, same with other like um, influencers that I watch. Like I watch another one named Lauren Geraldo and she's amazing and she's very raw and real. And I love that about her. And it just really makes me feel like, hey, like we're not meant to be like perfect polished and like looking like full face of glam and like all out all the time. Like no, like, take care of yourself, it's okay to, you know, have a pimples, and, like, people, like, make you feel bad for, like, all these little things, but, like, these are a couple people that I feel very inspired and motivated by, and that are very body positive and just really awesome people, um, just to name two, but, yeah, so I just wanted to mention that, but now I think it's, I'm in a place where I still struggle a little bit when I'm trying to accept my body and I look at myself in the mirror, um, but I think slowly I'm getting there and it's getting better now that I um, do positive affirmations in the morning. Um, I stopped also restricting myself from what I can and can't eat. I used to be like, okay, well, you can't have any soda, you can't have any candy, you can't have any pastries or like anything that like <laughs> kind of brought me joy. So I kind of took away everything that I thought was bad for you and stripped myself of that. And that's what led to my eating disorder to where I'd, I'd binge. I would not really eat during the day. And then at night, I would just go crazy. And it was very unhealthy and bad and got to a really bad point. Um, but I realized after watching these different YouTubers and 
and influencers and, and just learning like on myself, doing my own research, that I don't have to restrict myself. I can still enjoy the things that I like, but just in moderation. And that changed my outlook. Once you stop saying like, no, you can't have that, then your mind kind of changes and shifts. Like it's, it's psychological almost. Um, and now I'm like, no, if I want to have, you know, a Ghirardelli square, I will have one. Um, I just won't have, you know, the whole bag or half the bag. So I think it's just, you know, living your life in moderation, still enjoying the good things and finer things in life, but, you know, but being like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I kind of ate bad today. Let me hop on for an extra 15 minutes on the spin bike. Like little things like that um, I felt have worked for me personally. So, um, yeah, just don't restrict yourself. I think that's like not a good thing to do and it leads to like really bad things. And if I, I want to advocate for, um, you know, for mental health and, and eating right and treating your body right and I want to learn more and be as helpful and supportive as I can for those who are suffering from that because um, I know it's not great. I also eat three meals a day now compared to only eating like once a day or a couple times throughout the day snacking and then at nighttime completely binging. Um, so now I actually have full meals that have me really enjoying food and actually like excited to eat and make my own meals compared to before when I was kind of living like no I want fast food or I want I want McDonald's chicken nuggets and I want Taco Bell and I want this I want that I mean I still have it like once every two weeks or something like once in a while and I think it's okay to like eat like that and have like you know your nuggets and your and your stuff because trust me I I eat that um but the way I was doing it prior was extremely unhealthy and not okay um, but now, no, I have, like, these, I have my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinner, and I'm like, ooh, this is really great, or sometimes there's days where I just have a really big lunch, and then at dinner, I have, like, a snack or something. Me personally now, I've been able to overcome, um, you know, my eating disorder, and I'm still, you know, working on the body dysmorphia. There's, there's days where I kind of look in the mirror, and I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> but you have to kind of get rid of those negative, th- and replace them with those good ones, and um, do some positive affirmations, and and it, it helps. It helps me, and it's really wild how going on journeys like this or these realizations that you're like, oh, wait, like, look at all, like, all these changes happening, like, healthily. Like, you know, like, I'm not starving myself anymore, and I'm not, like, limiting and restricting myself anymore, and I'm very proud of myself for being where I am now. So now I'm proud and glad to say that I feel better and healthier now that I'm not concerned with how I should look or a number on the scale. And the main goal that I have now is to feel healthy. I was so consumed by how I should look. And if I didn't have a flat stomach, if I didn't have a fat ass, if I didn't this, that, X, Y, Z, then I wasn't healthy. I wasn't pretty or I wasn't beautiful. And now my only concern is to feel healthy. And that's made me gain confidence to which I never had before. And trust me, it was it's a long and still an ongoing journey. But I promise for those who feel like there's no hope that there definitely is. And it'll all be okay. And you'll learn to love yourself. And here on this podcast, um, I think we can all be supportive and good friends to each other and learn to support each other too throughout this journey. that I cannot wait to talk about with you guys. I just am so excited to see where this podcast goes and I'm excited to have this little community with you guys 
and you know be there for each other and it's really exciting and i'm so glad that i'm finally doing this and i'm not just being scared of what other people think i think that's something that i've always struggled with is being concerned what other people think about me but now i do not care i am happy and i'm proud of myself and i'm doing this and thank you to those who are supporting me uh with that being said i just want to personally give a shout out to some really important people in my life who's been really helpful in this process with me and so first i'd like to thank my boyfriend he's been really supportive of me having a creative outlet and helping me with mics and my setup and looking for proper podcast materials so i love you bub thank you for helping me um i also want to thank my gorgeous mother who you know inspired me to go through with this she's the one who's like do it uh she's always talks about that when you're older you don't want to regret not doing something so here i am doing the damn thing um i love you mom you're amazing you inspire me happy late birthday and you're just my libra queen and you inspire me every day i love you so much and last but not least i want to thank two other people in my life um miss daisha yana and mr cameron casseras you know um they're amazing friends um they're amazing business people and they're both fashionistas um they're true icons i love you both you guys are so supportive and i just am really grateful to have friends like you in my life um i'm sending love to you always and shout out to you know Cointrell, you know shout out to Cointrell vintage check them out on instagram um also check out cameron's podcast which is with love by cameron and it's a gorgeous podcast love to listen to it too so be sure to check it out and last but not least i also want to thank becca um becca if you're listening thank you for being a true friend and sharing your love of avatar with me <laughs> um you know you're someone i can always go to talk to and i really appreciate you being there for me so thank you becca um all right so okay Alrighty, guys so that's the first ever episode of core of honey thank you so 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 much for listening i am so over the moon right now and so happy and excited um next episode we will be talking about different ways to show yourself some self-care so we're going through it all baby and be sure to follow the podcast instagram page core of honey because that's where i get to ask you guys questions and host polls and different things like that to know what you like to hear and also get some um questions sent in so i can answer them on the podcast so i hope to see you all here next thursday i'm so excited for this journey with you guys take care and see ya bye